Hey everyone, it's Bree. Feel free to email me any thoughts or concerns or if you want to say hello at askbree, A-S-K-B-R-I-E, one, two, three, at gmail.com. It's so nice to speak to you all today. I am in Chinatown in Portland, Oregon. I'll be heading to New York either next week or the week after just to switch some things up and work and see some of my friends and check on my plays. Um... But I wanted to jump on today because I'm proud of myself. I've been doing self-work. As you know, that I'm an empowerment coach for men. Um, and I also do brand strategy for Instagram, right? Those are um, my jams, and that's what I do for a living. Um, but one thing that I'm finding, especially when I'm in my coaching circles and I'm talking to some of my girlfriends and my guy friends about their practices, is that the work always continues for us, right? And if you want to work with a coach and see results for yourself, it's important for them to be reaching out and doing their self-work as well because they're picking up new tools, they're healing from their traumas, and then they're able to be more available for you. So I wanted to kind of pat myself on the back and kind of reflect on what happened. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this is one for the podcast, bro. Like, this is crazy. Like, how life can be going good and you're just going through your day-to-day um, things or appointments or whatever with your family, friends, etc. And then something happens and it triggers you and it brings you back to depression or anxiety or so and how quickly you can recover from that and just continue on and not snowball and then go into like reckless behavior is how I view um, the success of, of the process and, and learning to self-heal. That's how I view it because things happen and sometimes like things will be fine and you get shaken up but how you bounce back to me is what I like to focus on um, in my practice because if if you run into somebody or something happens you know and, and granted granted disclaimer right different situations are going to rock you in a different way right death is way different than you know losing $20 right so I'll put that out there but Overall, when it comes to your daily day, your day to day um, interactions with people, how fast can you bounce back? Like, I'll tell you my story, right? Um, had a session in the morning, not unusual. It was fine. It wasn't like super exciting or dull, but it was it was it was work. It was fine. Um, was working with some pretty challenging individuals, but we ended up seeing eye to eye in the end and being able to move forward and I, my contract continued. So that's a blessing. So it's around noon going to head to Whole Foods to get some food, AKA Whole Foods, right? Hot bar addicted. I should own stock in that place. I'm there so much and I'm walking and then all of a sudden I turn and I see a man which I have spoken about in other um, podcasts before this, which go back and listen, that I, if I'm honest, really had feelings for. We had no future. I kind of knew that right away, but I, but I kept on, you know, talking and, and him pursuing me, and I allowed it way longer than it should have been. He was one of the guys I talked about in one of the past podcasts, The Potential right? He was someone that was very scarred from his background. And if life would have 
been different for him and if he would have made better choices, key words, he would be in a different situation emotionally, financially, and spiritually. That's why I knew I couldn't be with him because, like I always say, we women are not rehabilitation centers, right? I can't fix you, right? I believe that Jesus can fix you, but if you submit to him, um, but there's some self-work that has to be done. So very early on, I knew that this was not a relationship that I should even be entertaining, but I did. And the way that it ended where I had to walk away and, you know, delete numbers, you know, obviously all the dramatic, right? When you don't pay attention, then when it crashes and burns, it's all dramatic, right? Wasn't going to his meetup anymore, blocked him on Facebook, deleted his number, blocked his number, right? So running into him was a sh- was such a shock, right? Like I was kind of upset the last conversation we had, so I was feeling kind of angry. Then also I was kind of feeling embarrassed, like, God, I just don't want to see him. Not to mention, he was with another woman. He, I think, is now dating and actually may be engaged. But, you know, of course, I'm not going to go up to him, right? I mean, I could have, but then it was just, it was so awkward. I didn't want to disrespect her because she doesn't know who I am. I wasn't going to make a scene. I didn't know how he was going to react. So I ended up kind of freezing and saying, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to run out of Whole Foods? Because that's what I used to do. Um, when it comes to fight or flight, I'm definitely a flutter. I run. I book it, right? So I was thinking to myself, okay, maybe I can re- I can leave. But then I was hungry. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not running from nobody. Because I need some sautéed tofu and some broccoli. So I, mem- I got my things and paid for it. Went to my car. And I was still kind of shocked and kind of just like kind of achy, right? It was just so awkward. I love when things end crisply and civilly, like probably most of us, but this didn't, right? In any other relationship that I've had in the past, there's always been that conversation of it not being able to work. And although it was upsetting, I could still call them up to this day if I needed something or if I was in town and there's there's a healing that has happened and we just realized that we're not compatible. This relationship was different. I mean, it was dramatic and it ended swiftly and it was disappointing because I knew better and I hate wasting time and I felt like I kind of wasted time. Um, But when I was in the car, I just kind of like sat there and was eating and then just tears just flooded down my face and I was like, oh man, this really sucks because I would love to just be able to kick in and be like, hey, dude, good to see you. Your lady looks lovely, right? Like, it would be so nice if that was a situation, but it wasn't. And then, you know, a little bit of anxiety, you know, crept in. Did he see me? Oh, if he did see me, then he's obviously mad. and He didn't want to talk to me either. Or, you know, maybe he was embarrassed or, well, was he just so distraught because, you know, he looked at me and knew what he lost, right? Like, all these, like, thoughts are going through my head. And then also a, a little bit of, like, self-doubt creeped in, too, of, like, man, he moved on. Um, he's doing well. Why haven't I moved on? Why am I not engaged? Do I want to be engaged? What What's going on? Like, it was, it, you know, you get what I'm saying, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a minute, you can have a thousand thoughts, and it can take you back to a really dark and depressing place. And, like, again, referencing some of the the um, podcasts that I've done earlier, you know, I've talked a little bit about my depression in my early 20s, about putting all my worth in who I was with and having kids and the house and the dog and 
having to realize that that is not the truth. My identity is in Christ for one. Two, there's a lot of people, or as my client just said an hour ago, happiness and monogamy and happiness in marriage is not a guarantee as in you have to work for what's yours. And there's a lot of people that are married that are not happy, right? And so as I'm processing this, right, and, and I said earlier, I always determine I feel like success and growth from how fast you can bounce back from these moments and and not go down a really dark trail of reckless behavior, which I have had a tendency to do in the past of, you know, just going out and partying too hard or trying to jump into the next relationship, right? As I was feeling these emotions and I was able to consciously say, I am feeling this, these are real, I'm not going to get over it fast, I instantly went back to my tools that I offer to my clients, but then also that I have to live out every day is, again, what we had was fun, but it wasn't going to last forever. And then I had to remember, you know, again, we do not date for potential. We date for reality, right? People have the opportunity to grow. However, some people are just not going to be compatible for you. And if you say, oh, he has potential and I have to work on him, we are becoming that rehabilitation place, right? And do you want that? Do you want to have to fix somebody that's grown Can you really fix somebody? I mean, that's always the question, right? Even if you want to and you have the energy, can you fix somebody? Like I always tell my dad when we talk about political issues, right? Or we talk about people should do this and people should do that. I always tell him you can't make people care. You cannot make people care. Another shout out to um, Jan. I won't say your last name for your privacy, but she's my neighbor. And she'd always say, you know, when when it came to raising kids, she realized pretty early on that, You know, after a certain age where you can actually physically pick up a kid and remove him from a situation, right? People are going to make up their mind. They're going to do what they want to do. If they don't want to eat their broccoli, they might throw a tantrum. They might throw a plate, right? Like, you can't physically make somebody do anything, you know? And I argue if you say yes, then is that forceful? Do you want to force somebody to love you? Do you want to force somebody to eat that broccoli? Who has time for that? I know I don't. Anyway... I had to regroup and I was really proud because it didn't ruin the rest of my day. It didn't even ruin the rest of my hour. I was able to gather in myself that for one, not he's not a bad person, but we're just different. Two, he cannot give me what I need. Three, he has potential, but not the actual reality to do what I need for him to do for it to be a functional relationship. And four, I'm not going to give this situation this disappointment power over my emotions for the rest of the day and so I guess for all you know all that being said is that when you have the proper tools and you can execute them in your own life it is true empowerment I'm I'm glad I didn't go down a dark hole I'm glad I didn't think about it all day and you know just to keep it funky about me my you know my um my dark hole and reckless behavior is really the self-doubt and comparison of like wow I'm there's something wrong with me I'm either not smart enough or pretty enough or 
or you know I'm never going to be with somebody I'm never going to find somebody right which is very damning and not healthy so I'm proud I can stand here today and say you know I'm doing the work although not easy um I can own my emotions and I'm able to walk in peace after a um disappointing event so I couldn't wait to run to the podcast and talk about that. Super awkward, man. Like, ugh. Just, I mean, why? Why is this happening? Like, that, that, that pops up all the time. But I'm glad that I have a good tribe. And I'm really glad that I am working the tools, right? I kind of, uh, I went to AAA a couple times with some friends. And there's like this saying that they say, if you work it, you'll work it. And it will keep on working or something like that where it's like, for these people that are in, you know, obviously life or death situations when it comes to sobriety, it's just a reminder that if you keep on working at it, you will get it. You will succeed. But you have to keep on working the process, working in the process. You also have to know your worth. So I'm saying that to you all today. And if you need help and you want to talk to somebody, reach out via email, right? Find me on Instagram, briefalo, B-R-I-E, F-A-L. F-A-L-O-U-G-H. Good Lord, it's been a long day. I lost my um, train of thought. But let's work on this together. Let's meet our challenges and not be totally zapped when disappointment comes our way. So again, Bree, signing off here. Love you all. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening. Um, Email me. I'd love to hear your responses. And I'd love to connect. Ask Bree, A-S-K-B-R-I-E, one, two, three, at gmail.com. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye.